And my next guest is the man behind all of the madness for these people. But it's good because I was talking to Todd and want to welcome in Representative Mark White, who chairs the Education Administration Committee. So he knows of what he speaks. Todd, Todd and I were talking, Mark, and welcome. He said, listen, the simple question that should be asked to every person on that school board, every parent that has a kid in one of these schools, is your kid learning? Are they doing well? If you were to perform and, and do a performance review of this school board, would you give them an A? And these parents, they are not happy with the education their kids are getting in Tennessee's largest school district. That is absolutely right. And Ben, thank you and KWAM for giving me the opportunity uh, to share my thoughts. Of the, there's a press conference, as you, as you stated yesterday, putting out some erone, erroneous facts. First of all, let me just start with this, Ben. Anyone that comes up to you where I'm trying to look for solutions to what you just said, how our children are learning, and tries to divide this community based upon race, turn around and walk away from them because they're not looking for solutions. They're looking for division, Mm -hmm. and we cannot find solutions. One of my prayers every day in this community is God start a restoration movement in this community where we quit talking about race, because I care about all children. I care about all races. This is not about that. This is about learning in our schools. Let me jump in here and play some of that soundbite. There was a big press conference yesterday with education activists. Keyword there, activists, race-baiting activists. Also, State Representative Justin Pearson, one of your colleagues, also took to the podium at the state capitol, and here is what they had to say. Cut 15. This is a subtle form of hijacking and hostile takeover. It's an attack on our democracy and the black and brown community. And when it comes to education, it's a similar thing. They want to have their private uh, their private schools to be able to get access to the billions of dollars that goes to our school system. This is about money, but it is about them being able to use their ideologies to affect black communities. It is wrong, it is immoral, it is unjust, and we as Democrats and as people of good conscience, including Republicans that are out there of good conscience, have to stand up against this type of government. So I'll let you respond to that. Um, You kind of just alluded to it, but my follow-up would be, well, currently, most of the third graders in this school district are struggling and going on to the fourth grade. Why isn't your concern for those children? Yeah, I didn't hear a lot of solutions in that. And you you, know, you, you talk about race and that you want to take over public schools. I'm going to give you some facts and figures that I want our audience to really understand. Now let's do it. Let's just go back to 2018. Ever since 2018, our Memphis Shelby County schools, uh, the performance in third through eighth grade reading and math, one in five students are proficient in those skills. One in five. One in five. 21%, uh, 20%, uh, 20.5%, and 2022, 20.7%, and 23, and we're still working on t- 24. And, and in math scores, 17% last year are efficient in, proficient in math. 17 out of 100. Out of 100. Okay. Okay, wow. where, where are we going to get our workforce from in, in the years to come? What I am doing is trying to address an issue, and let's talk about the money. They say the state doesn't have the right to intervene. Let's talk about the money for a second. The state of Tennessee gives $2 for every $1 the locals do. The Shelby County Commission authorizes last year $500 million for Shelby County schools. You know what the state is? Last year, I carried, or a year and a half ago, I carried the bill called TISA, where we changed BEP to a Tennessee Investment Student Achievement. That's how we fund schools. Nine 
$100 billion is what the state of Tennessee sends, has sent down this year to the Memphis Shelby County Schools. Two to one. So don't tell me that I am trying to take, I carried that bill. It's interesting that you bring that up because the commissioners are also very vocal about this. You have Charlie Caswell, Mikel Lowry. They are opposing your plan. They understand, they say, and this was reported by WREG, that there are problems with MSES, but they oppose your plan to allow the state to add these extra school board members, cut 16. I totally disagree with the idea. Just knowing where the state and the time passed with the Achievement School District came in, thought they knew what was best for our children and families here. We saw that system fail our children in a mighty way. And just so happened, it was a community that I served well in, in the Frazier community. And to see them to talk about they got the answer for us now, I think it's a terrible idea. Other commissioners say the state should help but only with more dollars. Mikhail Lowry is a Shelby County Commissioner. Yeah, I say I agree with him that something needs to be done to help the district. So what they can do is increase the funding. Uh, as we know that we do not get the adequate funding that's needed from the state for our educational system. So they're saying they're not getting the adequate funding from the state. So they agree with you that there are problems. Just give us more money and you stay out of it. Yeah, that is always a solution. Give they us, get more money give than a, Give what? us more money. They get more money in this system than any other system across the state of Tennessee. The state of Tennessee. Uh, I added up in the last six years, the state has put in over $4.2 billion. Hey, by the way, during during the COVID, in the, when we got the ESSER 1, 2, and 3 money from the federal government, our school system here got a billion dollars from the federal government. So... It, money is necessary, but it's like gas in a car. You can fill your car up, but if you don't have a driver who knows where they're going mm-hmm. and who just drives around town and burns up that ga- tank of gas, how much money do you need? They are incompetent is the way that I would write it. And you actually released a letter because the school board at MSES responded to this proposal. And you sent a a letter back, and I wanted to read a a couple pieces of that letter, and this is all on our website, kwamradio.com. Representative White writes, quote, there is no longer confidence in the current school board's ability to oversee the necessary administration and educational needs for Memphis children. You cite one example of this is the board's endless search for a new school board superintendent. They are expected to release the name of that next pick. But there are a lot of people, including the mayor here, Lee Harris, a lot of commissioners that look at the po- the person, the woman that's doing the job now and asking why. Why go to Portland, Oregon when you have an interim that knows this school district? What do you make of it? Exactly. I, I spoke to Miss Williams yesterday, the, the interim superintendent, as she's called, and uh, I get positive feedback from her. I can talk to her. I can work with her. Here's here's the deal. We have such strong Memphis leaders that we could choose from, in the, especially in the black community. People are saying, well, you're just going to bring in six people from around the state. No, if I had my wishes today, if this bill were enacted, we have strong community within the city of Memphis, black leaders who are begging for the opportunity, but they, they are just o- overlooked many times. And so we have strong leadership here. Mm -hmm. So explain how the process would work. The state could come in, appoint six extra school board members. You've made it very clear they're not going to be coming from Nashville or East Memphis. They're coming probably from this city. How does it get through the General Assembly? 
Well, it's a complex process, and, and so what? first of all, you got to write a bill that's constitutional, and I'm working with the Attorney General's office right now uh, to see how that the bill is not drafted or completed yet. And then once you get all that work done, then you start moving it through committee, and you got to put it with all the uh, you know back and forth in the committee system, sub full, and then it goes to the House floor. Plus, you got to get it through the Senate. So it's a long process. It's a difficult process. What I'm mainly doing right now is trying to bring attention to an issue when we have so many 12, 13, 14, 15, 16-year-olds out committing crimes in our community, education is the key to a person's future. So this, we are directly affecting the crime in our community, and we're directly affecting the workforce. If you don't have the skills at 18 coming out of K-12 through to sell your skills to, to an employer who will hire you like Ford and Blue Oval City and all these other wonderful companies and FedEx, uh, then you are – you. Commit yourself to a life of, of struggling and poverty. Yeah. I'm trying to find solutions. Let me just say this. 90% of my district is Germantown. Mm-hmm. Germantown has a high-performing school district. Do I need this headache? No. No, but I <laughs> believe in Memphis. I've been here 58 years. I love Memphis. I love all children, and I am tired of seeing our inner-city students uh, drop out are, yeah. are not not have the quality of education that every child. That's why I carry all these school choice bills, to give them a choice. What I would also like to state for the record, because here's why this guy gets our endorsement, because I have not seen anybody else's name dragged through the mainstream media and the volunteer state like the guy sitting across from me, Mark White. They say that you hate public school. And I think that is so laughable because every other week you've written another op-ed for the Tennessean, the commercial appeal, mm-hmm. saying the exact opposite because you spent your entire life in the public school system. Right. Yeah. And, and to, to my senior year, I did go to a church school there, uh, Harding Academy. Which How dare I, you? Which I, yeah, which <laughs> I loved. Uh, and, I, and I got to teach for a number of years. Uh, but that was my choice. See, there we go. That, yes, that was my choice. choice. But I love public schools because most of our students will always go through theirs. So, but we have a responsibility. Me is my role uh, in in the state, representing uh, the, the city of Memphis. Uh, also serve East Memphis, representing the, the, the city of Memphis, is to make sure that we are spending our, our taxpayer money right and that we are making a difference uh, in, in our communities. I love this community. And I love all children, and it just it just it pains you that when you come out and you start talking about solutions, the naysayers and the dividers go, "Oh well, that person." We base it on race, and our community will never thrive if we don't turn our backs on those people. Wow! All right, good stuff. Going to leave it there. Thank you for dropping by. Could not agree with you more. State Representative Mark White, who chairs the Education Administration Committee in the state of Tennessee. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you.